Not every movie withstands the tests of time, but some are worthy of repeat viewings. And no, I'm not referring to that VHS of basic instinct that got worn down in that one spot. You know what I'm talking about. Today we're talking about the movies we love to rewatch and why. I don't think that's how VHSs work. Welcome to Filmhouse. <laughs> So yeah, today we're talking about the most rewatchable movies. Um, these are the movies that like you've seen a ton of times, and anytime you see it on TV, even though none of us have cable, um, you 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 see it on, and then you you turn to that channel, and then you watch the whole thing, mm-hmm. even though it's like I got better stuff to do, and I could watch a new movie, but mm-hmm. I'm going to watch this one for the hundredth time, regardless yeah. of what you have going on that day. You're, well, you're walking through a Best Buy, mm-hmm. and there's a, it's playing on demo on mm-hmm. all the TVs, and yeah. you say, you know what, I don't have anything to do for the next ninety minutes. Yeah, I mean, he's big now. Maybe he'll get small later. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> Incredibles too. I yeah. thought we'd kick it off by just talking about what makes a movie rewatchable. Like, what are the qualities that make you say, this is a digestible experience I can do over and over again. Nudity. (laughs) Hardcore (laughs) penetration. (laughs) Lindsay? For me, it's definitely like something that has a feel-good moment. That's my favorite kind of movie Mm -hmm. to rewatch. So something that, especially if if I'm going through something else in my time uh, at that time, then I'm like, oh, yeah, that's that movie that I watched when I fell in love. And then... I'll feel good when I watch it later. It's like a comfort aspect to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or like if you're watching like, yeah, like a, a, a movie that, you know, you, maybe you learn something in and feels it feels good Are there remember are there, that. Are there any movies that you guys know are like critically, they are great movies, but you can't watch because you associate it with a bad memory? Yes. A hundred percent. And you know off the top of your head? Uh, no, I just know, okay. I know the feeling, or I associate them with like times in my life when I was unhappy, mm-hmm. and I sure. don't want to go back and and like revisit it's, that. It's kind of yeah. like when you're dating a Spanish person, and then their old mother thinks you look like the devil or something, and so no matter what, you'll forever be the devil to that I family. Only, the only the closest that story comes is that woman that said that I have Jesus's eyes. Which is the opposite of what you're describing. Oh, no. I, I mean, that's a good thing. They, they did an entire episode of 30 Rock on this, which mm-hmm. I know at least you're re-watching. Mm-hmm. With, uh, timely. It's rewatchable. We're talking about <laughs> movies. Yeah. But yeah, Jack Donaghy is too much well, like the bad guy. Without sounding too much like a film school nerd, what? You had dog hair on your I'm face. I'm not supposed to touch my face. Um, <laughs> I, for me, some of the things are movies with unconventional plot structures. Like, it's not the traditional, you know... Inciting incident, rising action, mm-hmm. you know, dark night of the soul, blah, blah, sure. like all mm-hmm. those beats. It's just kind of some of them are the ones that just kind of just they keep on rolling. They keep on rolling or whatever. Yeah. Because then those are the ones that are easier to just like lose yourself in. They feel mm-hmm. that those are the ones that feel like a game of civilization. You like uh, just another turn, another turn, another turn, and mm-hmm. and then by the end of it, you realized you've watched it all. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, oh wait, when did that happen? I was supposed to go. I was supposed to meet someone forty five minutes ago, kind mm-hmm. of thing. Something so, that moves as yeah. well. Um, I didn't put it on the list, but basically any Scorsese movie, I think that's sort of the epitome of it's on cable. The Irishman, even the Irishman. Except Irish for man? the Irishman, I haven't seen the Irishman yet. I saw thirty minutes of it. <laughs> that's basically the whole movie. <laughs> what happens at the end, Lindsay? Uh, it was the first 30 minutes, okay? I know, but I mean, based off of that, you should know how it oh, ends. Oh. Um, and with historical context. There's more just like CGI on his face. No, it turns out at the end, there's the least amount of CGI on his face. Uh, that's what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> I, I see what you guys mean. Mm-hmm. Um, well, let's get into the more specifics because I asked all of you to pick 
lists five of your most rewatchable movies. And even as I'm sitting here now, I'm thinking of other movies that I would have put on my list, yeah. too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Adam, do you want to kick us off with one of yours? Absolutely. My number five is more of a recentish movie, but Batman Begins. And for me, that's because it has a four-act structure. Mm-hmm. It's kind of, sort of like James is saying, it's unconventional. It basically created the modern superhero movie. It was the one that I think we all wanted, and they finally figured out how to make it. And there's really no, like, downtime. There's a little bit. Once once the second act ends or when Bruce is coming back from uh, being a ninja, there's a little bit of time. But even then, it just, but it just keeps going. That, well, I think that's part of it, too. It feels like the movie's constantly restarting. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't lose the momentum that you got from the last thing. But it almost feels like Buster Scruggs. Like, it's <laughs> like, and now a new story in this world you love. Except yeah. that it, it still builds on the stakes of the previous one. Yeah. So, yeah, you have the beginning and you have well, you have him going going here. It's ninja studies. Oh, then, this could be a whole movie. But then flashback of him as a kid. Yeah, and then but then it goes then it goes. All right, now he's back in Gotham. Like, oh right, there's more to this mm-hmm. than just him being a ninja. It's him in Gotham. It's, and then it's somewhere between forty five minutes and an hour between forty five minutes and an hour until he becomes Batman, mm-hmm. which is the that is the best way of doing. It. Every other version has been. Hi, I'm Michael Keaton. I'll be Batman today. I hope you enjoy the film, kids. Yeah. And then it just, there he is. It's interesting that you like that because I feel like mostly my gripe with a lot of uh, origin movies is, oh, you're, you're it's the wait to get to that point. And you're mm-hmm. like, oh, just have him be it already. I think as Batman begins at it so well mm-hmm. and it had not been done before other than in, you got tastes of it of like in the animated series. And it, I think it was like frustrating because it was on the tip of everyone's tongue of like, if you just, if you just did a few things, man, and then. They, they knocked it out of the park, and it was mm-hmm. – it's so damn good. I think that, that that's, like, probably the one Batman movie other than The Dark Knight. But The Dark Knight even – I'll watch it for the Jer- – or the um, – uh, what's his – Heath Ledger, the Joker parts. But, like, Batman Begins, I love from beginning to end. Uh, so. See, I, I know I've definitely seen Dark Knight more than I've seen Batman Begins. Yeah, yeah I saw Dark Knight three times in the theaters. Yeah, brag about it. God, I, so rich. But I understand the difference. <laughs> it was 12 years ago. It was cheaper. <laughs> I understand the difference that you're explaining because I think Dark Knight is one – coherent story mm-hmm. that is just snowballing. Yeah. Whereas Batman Begins is like, like you know, these restarts again and again. And it's yeah. way easier to be like, I'm just going to throw on Batman Begins and watch it. Yeah. You know, and, and feel there. And to, to your point, at least, of it, like, it taking a while, I think probably because audiences were ready for this, it's more satisfying when you get to Batman instead of just getting it right away. Like, you learn to appreciate it. Like, mm-hmm. you go, oh, this was his journey. Because I remember there was a guy who worked with at the time, he's like, why is Batman training ninjas stupid? And I was like, because he trains with ninjas, jerk. It's compelling to watch as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I love it. Lindsay, one of the movies on your list, I actually knew this was one of your, your – yes. you, you've talked about loving I to rewatch it. I think it's definitely easy to put a Christmas movie on like a rewatchables list uh, because you have the opportunity every year to f- have those feelings. And this is my number one holiday Christmas Rewatchable movie. I watch it every year. I made you guys all watch it. I put it. I bought it on Amazon Prime. Tell me, tell me, so, Lindsay, what's the movie? So I could watch it. It's Elf. Oh, thank you. You never said the movie. Oh, sorry. I I it's don't elf. have eyeballs. Oh, at least no, I thought see, that was a lot of that was a lot of lead up, and then I thought you were gonna build. Elf. Yeah, I thought it was building to a big reveal. Because you like James Caan. Yeah, you're a big fan of his. <laughs> yeah, and okay. the the actor who plays the kid. <laughs> uh, now this is one of your favorite movies, uh, you yeah. say. No, I love it so much because hmm. it's it's that feel good movie. I mean, it's a holiday movie, so that's like built in. But it's just really funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's just a great holiday comedy. 
I I remember walking away from this movie and being like, I like the I like two thirds of it. And it's charming. Okay. And that's and that's why I love it. We're okay. lucky that we have a Will Ferrell holiday movie that isn't Daddy's Home too. You know, <laughs> we're, it's good that we have this. They were gonna call that Daddy's Homer. <laughs> oh God. Um. Yeah. Elf. Like I I I think you hit the nail on the head with with the rewatchability of Christmas movies. They they need to be engineered for that. Yeah. Because that's the sign of a good lasting Christmas mm-hmm. movie. Like Home Alone, I've seen more times than I can say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, TBS is, used to do its Christmas Story marathon. I was well, going to say, as long as it's better than a Christmas Story and kids don't have to grow up watching that anymore. Oh, God, yeah. Ugh. Well, here's the thing. I think a, the interesting thing about a good Christmas movie is that it should be about more than just Christmas. And right. Elf is, like, hard about Christmas, but it's about way more than just Christ- it's Christmas. It's about, yeah, you know? like a family kind of reuniting. Yeah. And mm-hmm. So. It's... It's and good. It's uh, from a different time when you could you could mock little people. Yeah, well. Mm-hmm. But that man went on to be Tyrion Lannister, and what have you done with your life, me? Not a lot. Not a lot. Not James, a lot. you hit the nail on the head with, with one of yours. I've seen this movie a billion fucking times. Yeah. It's Gladiator. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, it's because there were lots of – obviously, we could see the movies certain people were putting in and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I was like, well, action movies. Sometimes there's an action movie that you can watch. And, of course, there's dumb ones. Like, you can put any dumb – silly action movie that's digestible on there. But Gladiator is like an epic and I couldn't imagine watching an epic scale movie, historical epic type movie like this over and over again. But Gladiator I have. Like I remember I was in a Latin class in high school and the teacher didn't care at all about teaching and would be like, "Um, we're going to watch Gladiator. Nice. Because it's like, we're going to teach you about Gladiator. Class isn't long enough to watch all of Gladiator. Mm-hmm. So you come back the next time. Teacher says, then, when did we stop? And then you go, I think it was when he was fighting the Gauls, <laughs> which is like the first 15 <laughs> minutes of the movie. Uh, so they go, okay, you'd start there, wouldn't finish, and then you'd re- you'd end up watching Gladiator again and again. I, and I watched great. Gladiator in two different uh, classes in high school. <laughs> wow. That's pretty good. Um, but yeah, it's just like, I just think it's so digestible. You know, when you think about some of the other movies in this genre, it's like Exodus, Gods and Kings, and like like these big scale historical drama pieces and stuff. Just they none of them, none of them are as fun as Gladiator is, in my opinion. It's it's a dense movie. It also covers a lot of ground. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's a lot of mi- a lot it? of misunderstandings. Two and a half hours. It's probably like two and a half hours, but like kind of like mm-hmm. we were saying about some of those other movies, it like has several start. It's like okay, well, there's the beginning part of the movie mm-hmm. where he's he's a soldier, but then there's the part where he's training, and then there's the part where he's leading a rebellion, mm-hmm. and then like so there's all these like restarts and stuff. Yeah, I honestly I still think this is one of Joaquin Phoenix's best performances, mm-hmm. and I feel like it's a role that you would never see him in again. Oh yeah, Russell Crowe. No, Joaquin Phoenix. Oh, I, mean, I was gonna say Russell Crowe well, never, yeah. never like this ever again. <laughs> like heartthrob, sexy mm-hmm. action lead, Caesar cut. Um, I've never seen this movie. Oh really? It's oh, real yeah. good. Yeah, it's, you'd enjoy it a lot. I, I, think. I feel like I'm gonna say that a lot about some of the films on the oh, list, but that's okay. I mean, um, if you ever wondered where MF Doom got his mask from, you should watch Gladiator. I mean, I will watch a lot of these movies. Okay. I'm sure. But yeah, no, I love Gladiator. It's, it's pretty good. It's weird because it was one of those, it won Best Picture, and then like people in hindsight were like, "Really, Gladiator?" And I'm like, "Yeah, just because <laughs> it's a, just because it's like a popcorn action movie doesn't mean it doesn't deserve the right. the acclaim it has." It's not really popcorny. Like it it has what four action scenes? 
Maybe? Well, Maybe five? I mean, it's pretty... There's, it's there's, a, it's a movie movie though. Yeah. It's not like a best picture movie, which is like yeah. it doesn't really have a. But I mean, like for an action movie, but this is what I appreciate about a good action movie is when it's it's it has a lot of narrative and depth, and then there's what I what I always like in a good uh, film is misunderstandings. Mm-hmm. Like that's actually why I really like the first Pirates of the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. It's all a giant misunderstanding. There's no mm-hmm. bad guy in that movie. Yeah, it's just like oh shit oh sorry. Oh, yeah, you don't yeah. understand. Oh, we just need a little bit of blood. Hey, you're fine. Don't worry. It's all yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. This one, it's, I don't want to be king. And he's like, you should be king. And he goes, I should be king. And then he's like, I'm going home. I want to do this. Kill his family. And it's yeah. just like, it goes down this path where you're like, it had only people had, you know, text messaging or any sort of communication. Yeah. Talk to your fellow people, um, you know. But no, this, this movie is great. Love it. Yeah. Big fan. I love Gladiator 2. That was a good pick. That's that's one that I've seen a ton. Gladiator 2 was pitched at least. Yeah, there's time it was travel involved. Supposed to make a gladiator too. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'd never heard of that. Before. And it was gladiator T O O, and then followed by T W O. Gladiator. Er, er. <laughs> uh, I have I have a weird movie on my list, but it's one that I've seen a bunch, yeah. and it's Thirst. Park Chan Wook. Um, oh, vampire movie. Yeah. It, yes. it, it it came out around like I don't know 2009 or 10. Okay. Nine, I guess. And I saw it in theaters. Um, James and I went to see it mm-hmm. and like really, really liked it. But then it was just kind of thing where like I would be at home and it would be on like the movie network or whatever. And I'd be like, I put this on again. And like it's a it's kind of a hard movie to watch in places. Mm. But I don't know. There was just something about it that compared to Park Chan-wook's other movies, I was like, this isn't hard for me to watch. No. Yeah. It's not super digestible. I also love Kang Ho Song. What is so what like, is the plot of this movie? I feel like you've talked about it before. But. Yeah, it's like a priest that's working. I think he's like working as a missionary with uh, d- different sick people. He contracts the illness himself. Mm-hmm. And then I don't want to say too much like if you haven't seen it. So spoilers, Ooh. but like the 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 illness that he contracts gives him like a bloodlust. Mm-hmm. So essentially like becoming vampiric. Morbius like. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. But like just some of the the colors and everything. And it is kind of yeah, it is a love story mm-hmm. in a weird way. Um like I don't know, I used to watch it all the time. Well, that's mm-hmm. it doesn't feel like some of other Park Chan-wook's movies where that are like hard tragedies. It's just like a car barreling towards a cliff, mm-hmm. right? Even yeah. though there is some car cliff imagery really? in, in this movie. Oh, okay. But despite that, it 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 does feel more like a love story. Like, it, it doesn't feel like the shitty Romeo and Juliet type thing. It feels more like a love story type thing. Yeah. But very, very mm-hmm. macabre and kind it's of dark. Dark. It, it's, it's the only movie, like, on my list that's sort of out of what you consider rewatchable. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, but the, I don't know. For me, it was just... I, I, used, really to, I used to work with this... I used to work with this little <laughs> blonde girl. I forget her name. She'd always talk about this movie. Wouldn't yes. shut up. Was it me? Like, two years ago? Hey. Adam, Um, do you have another movie? Well, hold on. I was just going to say, this is another example. Thirst is another example of a movie that has these very strange act structures. Mm -hmm. If if you watch the, the, like, 45 minutes to an hour and 15 minutes, it's going to feel like a completely different movie from the first 15 minutes movie. Oh, yes. Absolutely. Because it just, it goes like, and now let's reinvent ourselves. And Mm -hmm. I think that is a cool thing about all, a lot of these movies. Yes. Um, My movie is very similar in the vein of uh, South Korean cinema vampire film, Shawshank Redemption, Mm -hmm. Uh, based on the book no one read, novella, The Shawshank Redemption. uh, It's a really good movie. It's – this is one of those movies that I think got popular on TV 
Like basically mm-hmm. TNT, I think exists because of Shawshank Redemption, <laughs> where people put on a that was a good movie. Like it's it's similar in that um, kind of Scorsese movie where it just keeps moving and it's a bunch of little vignettes and it's just mostly about two guys in prison. And I don't know, this was like at the height of I guess Tim Tim Robbins's. Yeah. Like likableness. I think we're at the height right now. Really now? Much. Yes. Really? Yes, yes. I don't know. Of course, Tim Robbins. This is the age of Tim Robbins. Yeah, I thought it was after what was that uh what was the movie where he's the terrorist? Oh, uh Ar- Arlington, Arlington Road. Road. Anyone seen that one? No? Well, let's talk about Shawshank Redemption. The thing is this movie shouldn't be rewatchable. Yeah, it's weird. It's it's funny cuz um I grew up watching this on TV. I feel like a lot of people did where it was just on on a Sunday and you just put it on and then you go, oh, I want to watch that again. And then you like rent it and just keep watching it. Um, Jess did not grow up watching it. And she, I always tell her, I'm like, yeah, it's one of my favorite movies of all time. She's like, why? Why do you like this movie? I'm like, it's like they're just in prison the whole time. Yeah. yeah. Like, but it's good. But you see the heart. You see the true humanity. Mm-hmm. It, it takes something where people don't think of them as human and it shows the humanity of that place. Yeah. And it can only do that by being as long as it is, covering as much ground with the characters as it does. Mm-hmm. And it just shows it from every angle. That's, I think, what makes it amazing. Yeah, I've yeah. seen Green Mile probably more times than you really <coughs> need to watch that movie. Because it, it, it does have hard moments to watch in it. Like, Michael Clark Duncan is, like, just heartbreaking in it. Mm-hmm. But there's still something about it where you're like, man, I want to watch this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Same director. Yeah. I have seen this film. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Cool. Welcome to the party. We, yeah, One time. Track, That's you know? not, I would not watch Do that Do you like again. the part when they're tar on the roof and then they drink beer on a hot day? It's and it goes, been a long just time. Just for that one moment, they felt like free men. Do you experience stress or have anxiety or chronic pain or trouble sleeping at least once a week? You're not alone. So many of us do. Personally, I have major issues with sleeping, sometimes only getting three hours a few nights a week. And it can prove pretty detrimental to my day-to-day, especially going into a job Monday through Friday from 9 to 6 every day after a bad night's sleep. I was searching for anything that would help, and then I discovered Feels. It really helps you find a calmness in your life. Feels is a premium CBD delivered directly to your doorstep. It naturally helps reduce stress, anxiety, pain, and sleeplessness. Taking Feels has helped me fall asleep and, more importantly, stay asleep. It's easy to take. You place a few drops of feels under your tongue and feel the difference within minutes. The thing to remember about CBD is that finding your right dose is important and everyone's dose is different, so you should leave room to experiment over the course of a week or so. You may need to take more or less to get the effects you're after, but once you find it, you find it. Feels offers real human support if you're new to CBD in the form of a free CBD hotline to help guide your personal experience. Feels works naturally to help you feel better. There's no high hangover or addiction. Join the Feels community to get Feels delivered to your door every month. You'll save money on every order and you can pause or cancel anytime. Feels has me feeling my best every day and it can help you too. Become a member today by going to feels.com slash filmhouse and you'll get 50% off your first order with free shipping. That's F-E-A-L-S dot com slash filmhouse to become a member and get 50% off. Take it automatically on your first order with free shipping. Feels.com. Lindsay, another rewatchable movie on your list is a movie that you are currently reading the book of. I'm currently listening to the book in my car of Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. I would say maybe once a year I will watch all the Harry Potter films, so I had to pick the one that I think... I get most excited to mm-hmm. watch in that series, and it's the third one because it's the best one. This best is one? the first one that I went to see in theaters where I think because the other two I was like uh, maybe twelve and 
13 when they came out and I was 15 or something like that when this one came out. Maybe it was like a little scale uh, uh, older, but I remember going to see this one and, and I was the most excited and I was like, I hadn't read any of the rest of the books. So I was like, oh, well now I'm good. Now it's, it's, it's like sparked my love for the whole series. It did something to you? So, so this is the first one you saw? I've seen, I had seen the other ones on like DVD. Like my parents would buy them. Like, come on, you kids, you like Harry Potter? <laughs> you like, like magic? One time, my parents got me like Harry Potter stationery before I was into it, and I was like, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> but then my I had a bunch of friends, and then they're like, we gotta go see this one. This one's hmm. the, gonna be the best one. And I saw it, and I was like, oh my god, I love Harry Potter, and I want everything to do with Harry Potter. And it was probably the one that was like the most caught up to your actual age because it's like yeah, the most definitely. It's when it started to mature. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. And, and I remember I was so surprised. I'm like, spoiler alert. I'm like, what? It's his uncle? And, and, and he wasn't the one who tried to kill a bunch of people? I was like, my mind. I was like, time travel? I was like, what the <laughs> heck? What, what book was out when this movie came out? I think the fourth book had, was out. And then what, the fifth really? book, yeah, the fifth book came out after. Yeah. That, but the fourth, because like, yeah, all I could really, do. There was a, they were only one book ahead of all the All I could do was read the fourth. Yeah, J.K. Rowling was showing J.R. Mar- Markham how it was done. Yeah. I think. I'll have to, I'll, I'll have to look She's it like, up. She's like, hmm, how do I get out of this one? Um, Easy, time travel. I, I, uh. I really, I think Azkaban is my favorite, or, yeah, I mean, I, it's the one that I appreciate the most, only the, I never noticed this before, we're watching clips from it, the trailer, mm-hmm. and the scene where Snape comes in, and he slams all the windows shut, but then he pulls a projector down. Mm-hmm. Does that yeah. mean they have overhead projectors <laughs> at Hogwarts? Yeah, but in the same school use, where he can... can't use magic to pull it down? Or not, yeah, like, but, like, couldn't he just, like... Open up a box or like cast a spell that shows what it's like. <laughs> I've never noticed that he has it overhead. He goes, "No, we'll put on the next yeah. thing." Yeah. He's, he's going to play through. gladiator. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, where is that? Yeah. How does that fit into that? I've never seen that before. Hmm. Anyway, I I appreciated this because the first two, I think. Well, the first one is a great like young adult, like it's a family movie. It's family, kind of. It's a very light you fantasy. Introducing to these new characters. And I was, and when the second one came out, I was like, boy, these are children's books. We're making a lot. We're gonna make a lot of these children's yeah. books. Third one came out, and I was like, oh, thank God, mm-hmm. they're gonna grow up. This they're gonna grow up this franchise yeah. because they understand that it has been whatever four yeah. years. And it was scary. I was like, ooh, chills. Yeah. Like, what the heck is this scariness? Mm-hmm. Lindsay, will you take what you had learned from your experiences watching these and go see Artemis Fowl when it comes out? <clears throat> Ten years too late. Percy Jackson. <laughs> yeah. Are you a fan of the Maze Runner series by any chance? I've never. No. I've never, I've never seen the Maze. No Runner. one is yet. <laughs> Give it time. You have to watch it to know. Yeah, yeah there, I think like there's groups of us who will appreciate Maze Runner in its time. In terms of rewatchability, I think this one has the best intrigue and the best like yeah. plot structure mm-hmm. and execution. Yeah, it's and the best fun to watch it because you're like, wait, at what point do they mm-hmm. stop? What at what point is which thing happening in which timeline? You're mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm watching them do it a different way, and it's. It's just fun. I'll show you how it goes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Hold on, it's not plugged in. Professor Fitzwiddle or Snitch, what's his name? Get fix the projector. Yeah. Plug it. Use it's an oh, it's a European outlet. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Plug it in. Um, Uh, Do you want me to jump into my next one, Elise? Yeah, sure. Mm -hmm. Uh, So again, keeping with the tradition of like 
very well-made action movies. I, I love to watch amazing action, but if you can get put amazing action in with something that is like just an amazing piece of cinema, then I'll appreciate it even more. Mad Max Fury Road is maybe one of my favorite movies. <clears throat> um, and because it is just one long, expertly choreographed action sequence, I I could put it on whenever mm-hmm. and watch it basically whenever. And it feels, honestly, how many times have I seen the Waterworld stunt show? I have no idea. <laughs> but it feels like going to a stunt show. That's what I love about this movie. Well, it, people you, did call Waterworld Mad Max in the ocean. Exactly. So, so this is the stunt show done in a desert. <laughs> so would you say this is more of a remake of Waterworld or Mad Max? Never seen it. Um, but it does feel, it feels like you're <coughs> in it. And it's mm. just made so... Mm fucking cool and visually it's so compelling. The first hour is some of it, the most amazing cinematic <laughs> achievements. Any movie that makes you forget how much time you've spent watching it mm-hmm. is something that blows me away. And Mad Max, yeah, the opening, the movie doesn't take a breath and then you look and you're like, 40 minutes? Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> oh my God. When you finally get a chance to relax mm-hmm. and then it just gives you very a very, very slight recovery period and then it goes all right we're going back <laughs> and then that is the next the whole second half of the movie is just another thing mm-hmm. i i i love this movie and i could probably watch it every single day if i needed to <laughs> God. and there's still uh, also it's filled with detail mm-hmm. so like if you want to watch it and try and find something new you can always find something different every single time you watch it oh mm-hmm. that's fun it's really great mm. have you seen this one Lizzie? i need to see it i i do really want to see this one I'll watch it whenever. You should watch the black and white version the way it's meant to be seen. We should have prefaced this this by saying you rewatch a lot of TV. Oh yeah, like when we do if we do this about TV, Mm. I'm gonna tell you all the shows I watch. (laughs) Because I will rewatch series like Mm -hmm. over and over and over again. And I I prefer watching television to films and movies. You and John Smith, anytime I say something from the office, both of you get it because I feel like the three of us have watched I've definitely watched that a lot. That a billion times. Call me when you start talking about the crown season three. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm watching. I haven't been able to start it. Telling you guys, young Sheldon gets really good around season three. No one believes me. Uh well, I wanna tell you guys that my next movie fits this uh Episode like a glove. I don't know what does that mean. This is the mask. It's Ace Ventura. Oh, uh, second one. The only the, good the one. The first one. The cartoon. Uh, I saw Ace Ventura mm-hmm. when I was you know seven years old or whatever yeah. when it came out in, in the theater, mm-hmm. and I've watched it countless times ever since. You know, I, it's one of those movies that you might not memorize it, but then when you put it on, you're like, oh, I know what every next sentence is going to mm-hmm. be. Yeah. Finkel is Einhorn. Finkel and Einhorn. Einhorn and Finkel. Laces and All righty yeah. then. Has the yeah. movie aged poorly? Um, I do know that a lot of people do have issues with Sean Young, the way that uh, her uh, having a, like a, a sex transition has, you know, and the reaction to that, the reaction right. from the police department when they see it and from Ace when he realizes that that's, you know, been an issue. I was always under the impression that that Ray Finkel was cross-dressing as mm. a woman to hide his identity, not that he was actually transgender. That was my impression. Yeah. I but. never interpreted it as that this is someone who is transgender, but this was just to disguise themselves. Mm-hmm. Courtney Cox, eat a sandwich. Yeah, she's really she's small. So, in this. That's like Coke skinny. She has sex with him in this movie. 
I think Jim Carrey, it's in his contract. He has to have sex with everyone in the movie. Oh, yeah. And then he marries them. So he yeah. probably bangs Sean Young, right? No? Who knows? I don't know. Anyway. That's for Sean Young to decide. He had sex with the shark, Dan yeah. Marino. Even Dan Marino plays his part really well in this. Actually, uh, it's probably the best part is Dan Marino. <laughs> How dare you? What? I think this it's is a classic. I think it's great because he plays the straight man and he does it so well. This I was... liked it at the time, but I think as I got older, I appreciated Dumb and Dumber more. I think I remember more moments from When Nature Calls, though. <laughs> when Nature Calls. That's the one where he comes out of the elephant's butt. It's, it's a, a rhino. But oh, it, rhino. Oh, it, when Nature Calls is very <laughs> funny, but for those of us who are Ace Ventura purists, it feels like a parody of the first movie. Yeah. A parody the, of the first the movie. The leg part, though. I still like it a lot. Yeah. And but. he finds out that. Guano's bad. Guano. Yeah. Speaking of other movies with bad sequels, <laughs> mm-hmm. Adam, you put Jurassic Park on your list. How dare? Yes, you're correct. Every <laughs> uh, <laughs> every iteration of Jurassic Park. Yeah, go ahead, sing the song. You sound like that recorder. What's the order? One. In terms of how how terrible Wha- they are. Oh, terrible. One. Or this is best to worst. Best to worst. One three. Yeah. One three. I mean, two and three is like almost two, the same. Yeah. World Fallen Kingdom. Yeah. I that's mean, what I would say. there's probably a video game in there that's better than uh, these. Yeah, yeah. Most, I mean, yeah, Jurassic Park is. I can, I can, like James can watch Mad Max every day, Fury Road every day. I can watch this movie every day and just like it's so perfectly paced. Um, the more you watch, it, the more issue. Why are you kidding me? I'm just kidding. I've seen oh my <laughs> god! <laughs> I was like, I know what we're doing this weekend every day, <laughs> watching the quadrilogy. And but it wasn't until about ten, nine years ago that I had seen them. So this this was one of those movies where when you got it or your friend got it on VHS and you went to his house and you watched it every day because it's just like it's infinitely rewatchable. It's just such a damn good movie. That, that being said, I think you're about to touch on it. I think this is one of the best examples of how amazing Steven Spielberg is, yeah. which is to say he's a magician mm-hmm. and you don't realize what you're watching is all a big trick yeah. until you go back and examine it. Well, that's when the guy goes, uh, Mr. Spielberg, um, why is it that the T-Rex can escape from the pen but then – Hey, look over here. Mm-hmm. Jeff Goldblum's got a flare. Oh, is Jeff, that Goldblum's Jeff Goldblum's got a flare. Oh, wow. Hey, it's got a flare. Oh, my God. Yeah, are you scared? Ooh, you're oh, probably oh, really worried for oh, the kids, huh? Oh, you're really oh, worried I forgot for the kids. about the kids. Yeah, they're in the car. Oh, we'll go see they're that. in the car. Let's oh, go see them. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. You had a question? No, I don't think so. I forgot. Anyway, let's go. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. I love it. Amazing it's, movie. Yeah, just don't question it. Don't question it. But that's the, again, that's the magic of Spielberg is that you're watching Jurassic Park and you go, wait, so John Hammond was already in the trailer? Yeah. Why did the helicopter land to tell them that he was in the trailer? Why couldn't they just Because have a it makes yeah. a better movie moment. I, I know. And he said, I don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. And if you care, you can get the Fuck off my set. <laughs> I made Jaws. <laughs> also, I made Hook. Also, truth be told, as a kid, the whole subplot with Dennis Nedry or whatever, over my head. Oh, really? I was like, I don't know. That what he was it, smuggling out stuff? I didn't know what an embryo was. I didn't know what was going on. I, I knew that like, it was important. I was like, someone really needs to shave. <laughs> And he's going to get them the ability to I was shave. worried about the shaving cream that he put on the pie, and I want to know about the person who ate it when he's in Costa Rica. No, it works. That's what they're saying. It showed them. He's, he's like, it fully, fully I works. I know. But, then, show but what about the person who ate the pie? And they went, oh. Dotson, we got Dotson here. Yeah. See, no one cares. <laughs> Lindsay, you and I are in a role reversal for your next one because I've never seen this movie. Oh, shit. It's Contact. Wait, it's contact. rewatchable? Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> so I love this movie because I would, it would, it's one of those movies when I did have cable when I was younger, if it was on, 
I'm watching it. Okay. Um, and I, I think enough time passes between each time I watch it that I'm always like, wait, how does she get to that point? And like, mm. I'm just watching it until, you know, she gets to go and do that like weird space time thing. The point of the movie? Yes. yes. And uh, <laughs> to make contact? To make contact. And then yes. it was just like a cool movie that I liked watching as a kid. It it is a I love the movie. Yeah. I wouldn't say it's rewatchable. I've seen it twice in my I, entire life and I'm good. I think because I'm just always like, wait, how did it go? And then I'll be like, I should just rewatch what? it. Okay. So so this was always on when I was a kid, but my reaction was, why is contact on again? <laughs> and I go and I go, and it's so long, that means there's gonna be nothing on HBO yeah. for another two hours. I know Jake Busey's gonna blow the thing up. <laughs> that crazy guy. And that's just like, I miss my father. And then Fine it turns father. out an alien just looks like the bad guy from 12 Monkeys. <laughs> well, who here thinks I should go home tonight and watch Contact? I go for it. Me, not you, me, because I live with you. You need to you. see it. Mm-hmm. You just got to see it. You're like, yeah, evil James Woods stopping Jody mm-hmm. from using all the science. He yeah. hates science. He does. But there's 14 hours of static. We put the bureaucracy back into science fiction. <laughs> <laughs> it's Not a, since Brazil yeah. has been this I, much the, the story of how the movie got made is really fascinating and how it was, uh, was it Carl Sagan? Sagan? Sagan. Sagan. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how it was like, it was concepted as what is the most realistic likelihood of us making contact? Mm-hmm. And it would be something like this where yeah. we get a piece of something that another alien species gave us and we just get a like yeah. a, a bit of it, and it's like sort of to test if we're ready to travel. The stars like gives you hope, and you're like, oh, that's really cool. It's it, a great idea. It's like yeah, it's sort of like re- a little realistic. Believe it's like believable. You're like, mm. oh, that'd be cool. Like Jodie Foster could ever be with <laughs> a beautiful man like Matthew McConaughey, but um, he loves God. <laughs> um, did have you seen um, Arrival? <laughs> Not the Arrival. No. Oh. <laughs> Which no, also falls into this category. Well, the Arrival no, and Contact came out around If you like Contact, yeah, yeah, yeah. you would definitely like Arrival. I would say oh, Arrival man. is the... The new Contact. Not, not the better version, but like this director, Denis Villeneuve, right? Villeneuve. Isn't that it? Denis? Denis Villeneuve? You just, you just call him Denis. Um, uh, he's really good at making like updated, better... Not better is the wrong word, but... Contemporary. Contemporary takes on other movies that already exist. So he made the new Blade Runner. He's making a new Doom. But he made this movie called Arrival, which is a lot – it always reminded me of Contact. Well, the tagline was New Contact. Yeah, they said New Contact. (laughs) And people Um, went, was that a movie? Was it on TV? (laughs) Except that it's like – have to check it out. It still like feels like a – exciting movie mm-hmm. like you know it's, if you like contact and you like the prisoner of Azkaban I'm not kidding you will love this movie I think you will like this one is yeah. it magic and is it magic and space no there's space magic. there's some space magic what if I told you science is more magical than magic <laughs> and Jeremy Renner is a heartthrob mm-hmm. he's okay he's not yeah he's not he's got weird arms but on top of all that I that director I don't think has had a bad movie Ever. Ever. Like, you should watch all his He's movies. He's batting 100. Not at the box no. office. No, no, not at all. <laughs> but Sicario, Prisoners, uh, Blade Runner 2049, mm-hmm. dude is unstoppable. Yeah. James, and Arrival. you had a great movie on your list, Clueless. which I've seen a ton. Clueless. Clueless, baby. 
put Clueless on, I'm going to watch it. I just watched this last week. For the uh, first time? my boyfriend had never seen it, so we watched it. Oh, but you had seen it. What did oh, he I think? S- no, oh, oh yeah. No, no, I've seen it over and over and over again. What did he think of it? I was like, can you please watch this so you can understand all the references that I, that I make? Mm-hmm. This, what it said, and what was the end result? Did he like it? Yeah, he liked it. Okay, yeah. good. Because um, I was doing the balls fly at my nose, and, yeah. mm-hmm. and Dion says, well, there goes your social life. Um. This movie, it encapsulates, like, an entire time. It encapsulates an entire, like, social structure. Mm -hmm. It, I mean, it's wonderful because it's based on a classic piece of literature, so the plot is time-tested already. Mm -hmm. But it's just remarkably updated. Like, it, it... if you had no idea, you would have no idea yeah. that it's it's Emma, right? It's just so perfectly attuned to this world. Every single character has a story that and a personality. The soundtrack is incredible. Alicia Silverstone's hair is so great in it. That's also as she has that magic machine, the computer that does her clothes yeah. for her. So the, oh, yeah. the plot is, though, she's like, I I need to get rid of my virginity, but it needs to be for the right guy. Oh wait, it's my stepbrother. <laughs> this is going to be huge porn for or I huge mean, for the porn industry. Kind in the of, yeah. You summarized it very, very, very shortly. That's what I got away, but it's away it's how they get to that point that mm-hmm. I think is what makes it mm-hmm. so entertaining. God, and it just has so many great moments. <laughs> I think it it also has a lot of sequences too, because like the whole opening of the movie is just her trying to set up her teachers. Yeah, mm-hmm. and like yeah. again, that could just be the movie. Yeah. But then the events of that spill out into what become the rest of her life, which is her bigger project, mm-hmm. you know, Ty. And it's just, I don't know, I, I, I love this movie. I think well, it's so good. There was the part where she's talking about how her teacher has the, the stocking runs uh-huh. because yeah. her stockings ripped. I thought she shit herself. Oh. When I was a kid, it's like, it's like she's a poor Mrs. Blah, blah. Her always got her stocking runs. like, ugh. Mm-hmm. Remember being a kid, it's been gross. And then Wallace Shawn, I'm like, mm-hmm. give me more Wallace Shawn. Mighty, mighty Boston's are in it. They're absolutely in, in soundtrack and appearance. And with Clueless, <laughs> oh, yeah. it's like one of those movies, especially I think as like a teenage girl, where I watched it as a teenager and I was like, I love Clueless. Mm-hmm. And then as like a 20 something, I was like, I love Clueless. Right. Yeah. Because well, it, it just had such I, different meaning there, to there it. Were, I think point. there were a lot of people, it's like the, the, the bro dudes who watch Fight Club and go, let's start a Fight Club. And there's people who watch. There was young girls like in my school who watched Clueless. Like, let's talk like Clueless. And yeah. Like, Dude, mm-hmm. No, they're mocking yeah, them. It, yeah. you, you see yeah. all the people with the, the yeah. fucking nose surgery. Come on. Also, I can't. I can't cross my legs anymore without thinking of when two people I cross think of legs that every together. Single th- it means I would do that. I was thinking. I had that thought earlier energy. when I was sitting like this. I was like, Yeah. It's an unequivocal sex yeah. invite. <laughs> yeah. There you go. <laughs> So, and there's just much, so much about it that shaped me. Yeah. Every single time. Much like the sex that Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan had in You've Got Mail. Put the deleted scene of hardcore sex back in the movie. That's what I said. <laughs> so, well, whose yeah, list is this on? Lindsay and I both had this on our list. It's the How one, is that possible? one crossover. Okay. Oh, my God. Uh, I've seen Man. this movie a billion times. What I love about I this movie is it's timeless. Let them talk. <laughs> I <laughs> love this movie. You've Got Mail. <laughs> So, but Lindsay, do you find it at all problematic now as as an adult woman when you watch it and you're like, oh, he like basically bankrupted her, like took her livelihood and then was like, no, love me. What's Dave Chappelle Well, (laughs) I think that, that's a loaded question. (laughs) I'll tell you what. That's how you type it. I know. He ruined her. I mean, yes. Now, here's a crazy thing, though. Do you guys feel like this is such a a timeless movie? Like, when did it take place? You have no idea. 
It could be any time. It's the early 2000s. It's very obvious. No, it's 1998. Well, it's 19- it's, 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 but it, 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 it is very encapsulating of an era where it's yeah. like big box stores and it's cusp of the internet. And You've like, got mail. It's funny oh, because wait, like no. Barnes & from- Noble, which Fox & Sons Books is parodying yeah. in this – or not parodying, but, but you know, it's supposed to represent in this movie. Barnes & Noble's in, the, in those big box stores, that was the big problem, pushing out the – the small store, but now Barnes and Nobles competes with the internet. Yeah. So it's like, it's a whole other. And so you know. I guess to answer, to maybe try to answer your question, I don't think of it like that. Be like, oh, he did this thing. I mean, he has his line where he goes, this small little thing of putting you out of business, which is, it's like, yes, but then really, if she just waits like 15 years, like all the bougie shops yeah. that are thriving right now, so she's going to be fine in 15 years. Yeah. She's Dave gonna... Chappelle's in this movie and he taught, and, he talks about how uh, they compare selling books to cans of olive oil at like a Costco. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of lines from this movie. I do too. I lo- Daisies I love were my favorite flower because of this movie. I love for the a while. stuff about like the strangler, the serial killer, and Steve Zahn's oh, in this yeah. movie, and they're talking about how like maybe maybe the, the guy that she's killer. talking to, like, yeah, maybe he's the rooftop killer. Like it's got a lot of great. It's got a lot of texture in it too, which weirdly it for a romantic comedy you wouldn't yeah. like the fact that you know he breaks up with his girlfriend and then he moves into his boat. Yeah. Of course, they're they're millionaires, and then his dad breaks up with his weird wife and moves into his yacht. Like it's just there's lots of weird um, stuff, and of course, like it's a revamp of Shop Around the Corner, mm-hmm. the original. It's just cute. It's charming. It's warm. It's funny. It's warm. So yeah. they they meet at Seattle in the end. It's no. warm and also or no, sorry, is the tower. Uh, the, no, tower. that's not no. from this movie. It, it also Brooklyn Bridge goes through the seasons. Oh yeah. So like it's a really like you feel like you've gone a long way with this movie too. Central Park. At the so, end. I would say that this movie hits like those I hoped it was you. those things that I, I hoped said it was where you. like I wanted it to be you. If a movie will elicit a certain feeling, every time I start this movie and it's fall time and they're talking about you know the changing the leaves and like bouquets of newly sharpened pencils. pencils. Yeah. How do you feel about how he manipulates her when we he knows and she she doesn't know, and he's like he's like. Oh, I bet he's real clever. Probably has a small dick, though. And she's like, I don't think so. When he sent me pictures, they look good. It just took 45 minutes to load. Mm. Oh, Greg Kinnear with his typewriters? Yeah, his yeah, typewriters. It's great. It's, it, got, it's got a lot. It is okay. a great movie. I will be I'm the a first. So do a, a, an update about this poor man who's the CEO of a brick-and-mortar bookstore mm-hmm. franchise across <laughs> 14 mm-hmm. nations worldwide. But he's losing to this blogger that sells digital <laughs> books online. He just steals EPUBs. You got a great one, my man Leslie Nielsen in an airplane. Man, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, I I put in airplane, but airplane also encapsulates most '90s Zucker Brothers movies. Mm-hmm. So airplane, um, Police Squad, and Naked Gun, all basically the same thing. Infinitely rewatchable. Some of the best comedy. It's just it's very hard to write comedy that's nonstop because you. You need a punchline, and Airplane is nothing but jokes, and it is the whole movie itself is a joke, is a parody of a movie no one ever saw, <laughs> and there, there, there's jokes in there that made the directors laugh. That's like dumb little things, like the jet engine is a propeller engine, because that's what the movie that they're doing the parody of Airport, did. right? Uh, I think Airport's the yeah, the movie, maybe the or something. It's some dumb name. I forget what I it think is. Think it's Airport. Well, what was it? Again? I think air, so. If I were, isn't it that it's airport was the big disaster movie? Yeah. But I think the plot of this isn't it based on something else? Zero hour. Zero something hour. Like zero yeah. hour. Yeah, they bought the rights 
to Zero Hour, which is a movie they saw on TV in the 50s or yeah. 60s, and they're like, this is garbage. Well, we should just, just remake this movie. They stole a lot of the dialogue scene, like, mm-hmm. just scene for scene. So. Right. Because they they were making a movie for themselves, mm-hmm. which is the be- best thing ever when you – yeah, they have yeah. the strangest cameos. Over and under. And yeah. It's, it's uh, Leslie Nielsen before um, anyone told him he was funny. Or they're like, just be a straight actor. Mm-hmm. That's the funniest thing you could possibly do. Um, before he became like a cartoon of himself. No offense, Lee, sorry. Lloyd Bridges is in it. It's such a damn good movie. Yeah. Um, so, yes, if you haven't seen Airplane, it is like the history of comedy 101 or like mm-hmm. modern comedy, absurdist, mm-hmm. American. Have you ever seen it, Lindsay? I've seen it, yes. No, that that's the tone someone says when they said, I've seen parts of it, which means you haven't seen it. I mean, I've, I've, it's been on at my family's house, and like I've watched it, but I've, I, I've not sat down and been like, I'm gonna watch Putting this. her on trial. I've seen this scene. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, I'm with the, you there. I the, guy with the, so, the giant. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm with. No, so like Lindsay, I've, I've never seen Die Hard, <laughs> it's okay. but I've seen it on TV, and I've seen enough, and it's been parodied enough times that I feel like I've seen Die Hard, but I've never actually sat down and been like, I want to watch Die Hard. Because I feel like I've seen it. Well, you should probably watch it at Christmas. You've I never guess. watched Die Hard? Not beginning to end, no. Mm, same movie. Same with almost m- made my list. Most of the Indiana Jones movies. Mm. Yeah. That's weird. Anyway, go watch Airplane. Or just watch man, Naked Gun, they're all great. Naked Gun 2 is even better. Uh, Airplane 2 has one he's trying to shave. <laughs> I never saw Airplane 2. Really? Why would I? I mean, it's really good. Well, you can just watch Airplane again. Do you watch 2010, A Spacer Odyssey? Or? Okay. I'm known for two things at Funhouse, working out and my love of the Muppets. Wait, no, maybe, maybe not that second one, but definitely the first one. I love to lift weights and train myself to be better and healthier, and I'm always looking for clean products that will help me improve my performance. So I've started prepping for the best workout I can have with Beat Elite. No more five sets and I'm wiped. If my lunch breaks were longer, I could work out for hours. Plus, the best part is no artificial energy jitters. My strength and stamina feel primed and natural. Taking Beat Elite before your workout can help extend endurance, improve energy and stamina, and promotes oxygen efficiency throughout the body. When I lift with Beat Elite, I feel like I can push myself for that extra rep when I'm already gassed, and it's those last reps that make all the difference in not only my sense of accomplishment, but my strength as well. Beat Elite provides you with that extra bit of energy that can mean the difference between a weight room slog and a powerhouse workout. And when your workouts feel good, you appreciate them that much more. Plus, Beat Elite is trusted by hundreds of professional teams and elite athletes, so you know you're getting top-notch performance nutrition. So do what I did. Take your game to the next level with Beat Elite by going to livehuman.com slash filmhouse and get 20% off your first purchase. The team at Human is making this offer exclusive to fans of Filmhouse only. You will not find a deal like this anywhere else. So check it out. That's livehuman.com slash filmhouse. livehuman.com slash filmhouse. Lindsay's next movie is also... uh from a comedic legend, Adam Sandler. He's still alive. It's I have this thing for I would say the the duos, the rom com duos. So I have the thing for Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan, classic. So I picked my favorite one of that, and then I have a thing for Drew Barrymore and Adam Sandler. Fifty First Dates. Fifty First Dates is great. No, no, no. This is Wedding Singer. And this is uh, the Wedding Singer. Uh-huh. This is definitely a movie that 
I will just watch over and over again. I have it like probably digitally. I think I have the DVD and probably the blue because mm-hmm. I would just lose one and I'd be like, well, I'll just buy it on here because I want to watch it. It's okay. just so funny and cute. <laughs> never seen it. You've never, never seen The Wedding Singer? Never seen it. No. Oh my God. I had a friend spoil it for me, but it was a fake spoiler. Elise, have you seen that? Yeah, Wedding absolutely. Singer? Okay. The- they should see it. It's funny. In in Adam Sandler's career, he had already gone like full absurdist. Like he started super absurd with Billy Madison, and then he made slightly less absurd but still very funny Happy Gilmore. And for in my perception of it, Wedding Singer was him trying to be more of a mainstream, like, mainstream yeah. comedy leading man. Mm. I've been told though, Wedding Singer isn't that. It was just marketed that way at the time, and it mm. is actually a pretty wacky, zany comedy. Mm. Um, but I, just for what that killed my mom, my Adam Sandler momentum. Mm. As I can a youth. see that. I so. I really like this film. I think it's really funny. Well, it's a good part. Yeah, they don't like it because Drew Barrymore had gotten a breast reduction. Had she? Yeah. Well, now mm. I hate it. Yeah, I didn't know that, but yeah, I will not, back, definitely not watch it. Is this post Scream? Back to what the blockbuster with you, <laughs> Wedding Singer. That's a great question. I don't know if it was Wedding post-screen. Singer is like 1998. Yeah. It was after. You can just say it was fine. I don't know. Yeah, you guys pre- should watch it. Pre- I'll watch the one that you want me to watch. No, I watch Click. Ew. <laughs> mm, only Click and Punch Drunk Love. Those are the only Adam Sandler movies for me. Scream was almost on my list. <laughs> <laughs> Scream's good. Yeah, I love Scream. Yeah. But um, is it as good as Gattaca, James? No. Not as good as my favorite movie. Good pick. That I owned on VHS, DVD, Divix? DVD, Super Bit, oh. and Blu-ray. Okay. Um, I this the first time viewing this movie was on HBO. It started at 1:30 in the morning. I was like, I should go to bed. What's this? Gattaca started it. Then I was up until the movie ended as a kid. This is like me some summer or whatever as a kid. And I was like, well, that was amazing. Um, I love it because of its reserved um, portrayal of the future. Like when you think of a future type sci-fi setting, it's actually pretty like it says like, all right, well, the fashion is just a little bit different. Mm -hmm. Um, It deals with very reasonable considerations of the future, which is, you know, DNA testing Mm -hmm. and manipulation and a perfect society and those that are imperfect or are set below in society. To be fair, though, the way they test, Lindsay, if you're good enough to go to Venus, I believe, is they put you in one of those gyroscope things. <laughs> I'm yeah. seeing spin you around, yeah, yeah. And they put you on a treadmill, and if your heart beats at all, they go, no space for you. Yep. But yeah. Jude Law. What makes it rewatchable? Um, I mean, this is very a personal film for me. I, it just always struck a very personal chord, so I could watch it again and again. Structurally, though, I love how it starts in the middle of the story, and then it goes, let's tell you how we got to this point. Batman Begins. So it feels Sonic like, movie did that, too. It feels like, yeah, <laughs> except there's a purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's very much like the Batman Begins type thing, where it's, it goes back, and then you see him growing up, and it moves through a lot of time, and then, mm-hmm. it, and then it catches you up to speed, and by the time we're ready to start the actual movie, you've already gotten a full movie's worth of a very interesting story, mm-hmm. and then it's off and running. There's a murder, and there's mystery, and uh, I've never even heard of this film. It's great. I love it. Yeah, um, it's not hard for you to watch now, knowing that Uma Thurman and Ethan Hawke are no longer together. No, because the- I didn't know they were together when I watched it. Mm-hmm. I didn't had no. I didn't know anything about their relationships or but, anything. But the child they made is still alive and well in Stranger <laughs> Things season three. Guys, the way cars sounded in Gattaca is the way they sound now. Electric. 
Well, yeah, because they have to make noise, so they all sound like Jetsons cars, <laughs> and they all plug in their stuff, and uh, and I uh, thoroughly enjoy it. I still don't know why Jude Law has a furnace in his in the bottom floor of his apartment, mm-hmm. but he does. Yep. And then when I first watched it, there's a character who swims. Swimming is an important thematic motif, mm-hmm. and. Uh, a character swimming and it's a water treadmill. And I'm like, what wacky future inventions will they think of next? But it turns out that's a real thing. It's a pretty contemporary didn't movie. Really, I didn't it's pretty great. <laughs> did he accidentally take his contacts out? No, he did it on purpose because they have a thing. He has fake contacts to change his eyes color. And then they, mm. they're scanning to see if people have contacts in. So he flips them out. Gotcha. Um, uh, because people don't wear contacts in the future. They don't need them if they're they perfect. But except. Then they get to go well, to Well, it's Venus. his eye color also that he's changing. Yeah. yeah. He's Jude Law. He buys Jude Law's legs. His vision's real bad. Like, he can't yeah. even cross the mm-hmm. road. <laughs> but he can, He never saved anything for the swim back. Elise, what's yours? My number one is Lord of the Rings Two Towers. Oh. Uh, I mean, I used to put this on just as I was going to sleep every night um, years ago. I, mm-hmm. I love uh, the Lord of the Rings franchise. It's definitely my favorite. It's also one of my favorite movies. Mm-hmm. One of your favorite book series, too, right? No. Oh, just okay. the movies. Interesting. Just the movies. But, mm-hmm. I mean, what can you really say about this? Lord of the Rings, amazing. Tree Feet part. of cinema. Like parts are boring. It's it's very mm-hmm. long. There's a It's very, very dense. It's long. Yeah, but sometimes I would just rewatch Helm's Deep. I would just purely start at Helm's Deep and rewatch <laughs> that section, too. So, like, you, Helm's Deep's incredible. Do you still think, though, like, it had pacing issues where Helm's Deep is like, go, 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 and then... Treebeard? Then Treebeard is the slow... I mean, I get it for... Yeah. Just in terms of, like, okay, I can breathe. It's fine. But when you're rewatching, you're like, man, they drag this tree part out. They do, but then you know when when the trees, when they, when they get lit and the tree beard's like release the river, then it's like, oh, it's on. Oh no, I'm, yeah, I'm being devil's on. advocate here. I think it's fine. I just know that's a common complaint. Um, I grew to appreciate it, especially with the extended versions where mm-hmm. that part feels so much more earned. Where they're like, they're like. All right, hobbits. Here's your what the Soma, dude. We had a deal. I love the Lord of the Rings slot machines in Vegas. Me too. They're so fun. I just want to play the games. Be older. (laughs) Adam, you put Fifth Element on your list. I I think you're dead to me if the Fifth Element isn't the most rewatchable movie in the world. You know what? I put Contact on my list because you took Fifth Element. So I I didn't take it. We can be in agreement. I saw that you had Fifth Element, and I actively decided not to. Same. That's what I did. Okay, because we all agree, Fifth Element is the number one most rewatchable. I don't know. It's not. It's not my number one. Not my number one. One of the best. One of the best. It is not since the movie Arachnophobia (laughs) that I get totally sideswiped and bamboozled who the main character was. Like, is it Jason Priestley? Is he the? It's the movie Fast Forwards. Who's this Bruce Willis character? What is going on? What a beautiful future. And that woman's naked. Oh my god. This was great for me uh, as a teenager. This was, a like, one of my family's favorites to watch. It was um, – I watched this on VHS a bunch. I remember we got this in, like, one other movie, like, Inventing the Abbots or something. And <laughs> I was like, uh, oh, no, it was this in Time Cop. Uh, and I rewatched this one more than Time Cop. It's just, <laughs> Lilu well, Dallas. This, this just gives you such – it's like looking through a magnifying glass or a microscope to one of those pins that has a beautiful drawing on the top of it. Mm-hmm. And you're like – but there's so much I can't even see. Mm. It's such a small view of this massive world. Yeah. But you don't need to see. I always thought, like, if Netflix was going to do something, a Fifth Element Netflix show oh, that, that like, would be so cool. explored story. None of them are sequels or whatever, but mm-hmm. it's like 
you know, the guy that owns the cab company or, you know, just these things that are tangentially related Valerian to the Valerian was going to be in a Pithelman story. Yeah. yeah, we thought, we all thought Valerian was going <laughs> to be. More about the, give me some heat, man, some heat guy yeah. who just, who just flame, flamethrowers so, things off ships and stomps them. Yeah, similar issue to, I think, what um, Star Wars Episode One went through where the creative minds behind it said, younger, people want younger. Mm-hmm. And so when you go to Valerian, you go, they want these young well, one of them's sexless, whatever. I mean, he probably looks like a Ken doll under there. And then someone who looks like his sister versus this movie where Bruce was a little bit older. Yeah. You know, Gary Oldman, a little bit older, but just more timeless. More like I could watch this movie every day, every, every hour. It's so damn good. Mm-hmm. It's perfectly paced, well edited. It's actually one of the things I think you'll notice a common theme through a lot of these movies is the editing. Not just is it cut well. It's like. It's really clever editing. It's really well done. Well, it also feels like, because the movie is, you know, in terms of action scenes, there's really not that many in Fifth Element. Yeah. But they treat dialogue and exposition like action. Mm -hmm. It's treated the same way. So the first time Ruby Rod shows up and he's basically like, I'm going to explain this whole world to you and you're rolling it in just a few moments. It's an action. He's like whipping them around Mm -hmm. and sending them places and doing everything Mm -hmm. like that. Like everything is just so kinetic Mm -hmm. and it's just It's fun. It is a perfect movie. Yeah. But it's not the most rewatchable. What would that movie be, James? For me, Goodfellas. Funny What? Funny how I mean I think Goodfellas is the most rewatchable movie of all time. How am I funny? Um, it's it has all the things that we've mentioned about other movies where it's like there are small stories and it's bits and pieces. Mm-hmm. Um, but if it isn't just one part of a massive overarching story, there's just no point in Goodfellas where you're like, all right. Uh, here's a good stopping point now to go about my day. Mm-hmm. It doesn't allow you to have that. It's just one thing moves to the next thing, moves to the next yeah. thing. Goodfellas is great, but I think I'd still rather watch You've Got Mail than <laughs> Goodfellas. <laughs> what about Casino? It's more digestible for me, at least, than Goodfellas. Goodfellas, I, sometimes I'm like, I'm a little worried for them. Have you, have you ever seen Goodfellas? I have not seen Goodfellas. I, I was going to ask, have you ever fallen in love with a young Ray Liotta? Because you're about to. <laughs> you mean the actor that plays the young Ray Liotta? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, yeah, I, but like, so, you know, Mad Max Fury Road and, and Gladiator and, and even You've Got Mail are very, they're digestible, they're very, like, no stakes, but I feel like Goodfellas is, like, the heaviest possible movie while still well, having like Shawshank a such bit. a, I think Shawshank, yeah, is another good example, while still having just this complete watchability. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I love Goodfellas. It sucks because I, I like Casino too, but Casino is in a lot of ways just the worst version of Goodfellas. Mm-hmm. Wolf, Wolf of Wall Street is great. I think The Departed is, oh, yeah. is also great, but The Departed feels sometimes too much like you're racing towards tragedy. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. like once you've seen it, yeah. that it, it's harder to watch where Goodfellas still feels like, eh, well, it's not a perfect ending, but it's... Yeah. Uh, you know, I I don't mind getting to the end. Mm-hmm. So I don't. Know, it has one of the best opening lines in any movie, which is the ever. We're just a couple of good fellas. That's the one. So you know what you're watching. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Directed by Martin Scorsese. That's it was weird that he door. looked at the camera and said that. He said, "Ever since I was a kid, I knew I wanted to be a good fella." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I I think this movie is great and just God, if it was, it's ever on. Have it's you, like I'm gonna. Go. Have you ever seen The Sopranos? 
I actually just started watching The Sopranos recently. It's but like watching Goodfellas every day. I've never <laughs> done The Sopranos. I, I mean, I only made it through like two or three episodes, and then I started watching something else. Yeah. Mm. Oh, okay. Well, that's how they get you. But you, you said you like watching TV. I do. Uh-huh. Yeah. Sopranos is considered one of the best shows. Oh, you're had. saying that? Oh, I'm a liar because I am not watching. Oh, no, I'm just saying that should be what you should be into. It's okay. I, I it's, no, I just I probably was like something it's else right, came up fine. that I wanted to watch. Yeah, yeah. More. This gatekeeping. So. The, the I just want to make sure it was the office. On. I'm not gatekeeping. Well, I want you to be well versed in all film, like Soprano. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We were just a couple Pal- of departed. I, I think we all chose some some really good ones. Um, mm-hmm. Some classics. I wanted to finish the podcast with a fun little game. Okay. And uh, it's trivia. Okay. Mm. But what I did was I kind of took a look at all the movies that sort of replayed ad nauseum through our childhoods on TNT, TBS, you know, those kind of movies. Mm. And I, I picked some trivia questions around all of those films. Mm-hmm. And so each of you will have to choose your own unique buzzer sound. So okay. it can be like ding, ding, ding or like. Or something. Oh, mine's going to be good fellas. Okay. Mine's uh, the sound of the velociraptors when they're chasing the kids in the kitchen. <laughs> yeah, there it is. Okay. So did Lex on. not know that it was a reflection it's... or was she trying to trick the raptor? Hey, I don't hey, get it. Hey, look over here. Hey, look at that. What do you think Jeff Goldblum's doing? <laughs> he's over here. Uh, oh, wow. Jeff, yeah. I hope he's okay. Uh, is he shirtless? Uh, 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 when, the, when the pirates ride open, they, they didn't eat the guests. John, <laughs> oh, well, which which way the is the water gonna gonna go? Yeah. Uh, which way my hand is slanted? Yeah. Chaos. Um. Yeah. So so like you guys swing or <laughs> what do you do? what's going on here? You guys you, brother you, sister? You, 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 you yeah. dig up dig up dinosaurs. Okay, wow. so I'm gonna ask wow. you guys questions and then you're gonna buzz in. Okay. And if someone gets it wrong, I will tell them it's wrong and then you can try to steal. Okay. Okay. Um, please try not to look at my phone. That's okay. where I'm, I'm reading. Why would okay. I? All right, so you have all your let's let's run through what your what your buzzers are. Lindsay, you want to go? Okay, Adam. Those sound really similar. Yeah, what's your sound? It's a buzzer. Why don't you do the AOL yeah. login noise? You've got mail. Or no? Well, that's, a lot. <laughs> Dude, that's a lot to do. What else did I? Ma- mine's I'll... mine's good, fellas. Okay, all right. Uh, Mine'll be a love stinks. Then I'll yeah, I'll, I'll do yeah. I'll just say multipass. All right, well, you, you poo pooer. All right, first question. In the film Miss, Congen- Miss Congeniality, what element does Gracie suggest her friend Miss Rhode Island add to her baton routine? Goodfellas. Goodfellas. Uh, Is that your answer? What? Is your answer Goodfellas? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, maybe I'm confusing this to Seinfeld. <laughs> <laughs> is, it, is it playing the playing the c- cups? Playing cups? Wrong. Uh, yeah. uh, what's my thing? Love stinks. Love stinks. Is it surprise? That is also wrong. <laughs> element of surprise. Anyone else want to? <laughs> Say the question again. I'm sorry. What is... In Miss Congeniality, what element does Gracie suggest her friend Miss Rhode Island add to her baton routine? Fuck, I don't know. Dude. I watched this on DVD. Yeah, that's a tough one. Oh, that's my God. Are you, you didn't watch this on DVD? No, no. no but I thought, I thought you said it was on TV. I didn't. No. Hey, well, well, Miss Congeniality was on TV. Yeah. I'll tell you. It's fire. She's like the pirate. She's a flaming baton. Gotcha. Oh, okay. so yeah, so no one got that I was like... I didn't know Sandra Bullock was so hot until Miss Congeniality. Okay. <laughs> the Oval beautiful. Office set from the American President starring Michael Douglas and Annette Bening was used in two other productions. Name one of them. Uh, Goodfellas. Wait, what am I? Uh, multipass. Multipass. Yeah. Uh, Dave. 
Dave is correct. Yeah. Nice job. All right. So you want to know I know that? Because his last name's Kovic in that movie. Oh. It makes no fucking sense. All right. Next question. In what city does the film While You Were Sleeping take place? Uh, Goodfellas. Goodfellas. Philadelphia. Wrong. Um, Multipass. Multipass. Is this a trick question? Is this a real movie? It's a real movie. It's a real movie. Oh. What's this? What, what's this movie? I guess just guess anything. Um, is it Chicago? That's correct. Damn it. Okay. That's correct. Damn, Damn it. It's because of fucking L Train. Yeah, that's why I knew. Damn it. That's what, what I knew. What movie is this? This is While You Were Sleeping. Sandra Bullock? The guy gets Wait, hit by are these train. All? It was on like, TV all the time. My husband. It's on TV all the time. A crew of thieves and con artists attempt a Vegas heist in this 2001 crime comedy. Goodfellas. Goodfellas. Ocean's Eleven. That is correct. I was going to say swordfish. I was like, I thought you were saying it's Goodfellas. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, no! <laughs> this, yeah, these buzzers are confusing me. Gwyneth Paltrow recently revealed this film is the biggest regret of her career. Oh, Love Stakes. Love Stakes. Shallow How. That is correct. What a liar. Hook. <laughs> In the film Forrest Gump, this actor did the voice of Elvis Presley, reprising his role from 1979's Elvis. Good pass. Say it at the same time. Ready? Yeah. One, two, three. Kurt Val Russell. Kilmer. Kurt Russell. <laughs> <laughs> did you actually think it's Val Kilmer? Uh, Val funny. Kilmer. Val Kilmer plays Elvis in True Romance. I got it mixed up. <laughs> uh. Meet Joe Black is notorious for selling a lot of tickets so franchise fans could see the trailer for what highly anticipated blockbuster before the movie? Love Stinks. Oh, what year was that movie? Was it Titanic? Two f- no, that was wrong. Uh, Goodfellas. Goodfellas. Battlefield Earth. That is also wrong. <laughs> oh, I know. Uh, multipass. Multipass. Uh, Cutthroat Island. That is also incorrect. <laughs> You're all wrong. It was Star Wars Episode One. Phantom I Earth. knew that I was the answer. What is that? I was in the right era. What movie is that? I've never heard of it. I don't know. Star Wars a robot. <laughs> that should have been obvious, guys. Come on. Um, it was, but we went for the funny answer like you were doing. Yeah. You led us down that path. You're like, I don't care. I don't want points. Next question. Thank you, Lindsay. How many buses were used in the making of the action film Speed? Uh, Goodfellas. Five. You're wrong. Multipass. For a movie like Speed, you only need one bus. That's wrong. There's Damn it. Buses in the movie. What? Uh, <laughs> Twelve. Close. Ten. Ooh. Ten buses. Okay. I'm the closest. <laughs> okay. Is that trivia from the movie or... Okay. They cover that. They, when you're uh-huh. watching it on TV, it pops up. He and goes, said tw- 10 buses. He like goes, pop up hot video. shot, asshole. How many buses were used in the <laughs> making of this Always movie? Always shoot the hostage. Yeah. He goes, you shot me in the leg. In this 2000 action comedy, a male FBI agent disguises himself as a large grandmother. Goodfellas. Goodfellas. Big Mama's house. That's correct. I was going to say undercover brother. Dang it. Um... A cooked sausage stuck on a pencil wrapped in aluminum foil was used to replicate an erection in which teen comedy? A cooked sausage in aluminum foil on a pencil? Wrapped, yeah, wrapped in aluminum foil was used to replicate a pe- an erection in which um, teen comedy? Multipass. Multipass. Uh, that talk show that Jean-Claude Van Damme went on. <laughs> no. <laughs> Goodfellas. <laughs> Goodfellas. American Pie? That is correct. Oh, At least doesn't want me to win, guys. Come on. Get in I know. here. What do, you, what, is, what do you win? What's the prize? We'll see. When the cable guy is assaulting Robin, Leslie Mann's date, Owen Wilson, he throws him into the wall while saying, that's got to hurt, Gene. What is this a reference to? 
I mean, I watched Cable Guy, but I didn't watch all the things it references. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can you do at the end of the movie? He goes, ah, ah, ah. Uh-huh. It's a reference to I Love Lucy. Uh-huh. Goodfellas. Goodfellas. I Love Lucy. No, that's not correct. <laughs> Anyone else want to guess? I don't know. I didn't even know that. It is a reference to Mean Gene Okerlund. The oh, wrestling really? Answer. Yes, it I is. I never knew that. Okay. Uh, multipass. Who played that hooker? Okay. <laughs> she was hot. In the movie Rush Hour, Carter, played by Chris Tucker, shoots down Clive's, Chris Penn's car, and starts dancing like Michael Jackson. Three years following the release of this movie, Tucker appeared in which Michael Jackson music video? Do you remember it? Oh, my God. It? Uh, Goodfellas. Questions are getting harder. Goodfellas. Uh, remember the time? No. Um, I think of when Rush Hour came out. Yeah, like I know. I know. That, this, is, this is when like, I was not watching cable. What? I, I discovered Kazaa and iMesh. And I was like, I could watch Ninja Scroll clips at any time? Cool. What came out Michael in 2000 and, music 2000 and something? Michael Jackson. Say music Captain video. Neo. This would be a com- sort of a comeback for Michael Jackson. Okay, I guess multipass. That music video did with Janet Jackson. That's incorrect. Oh damn! Oh, it's all black and white. Screen, uh, screen. That's yeah. the one. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> you rock my world. Mm, Remember yeah. the music video? Oh yeah, you, you rock. rock my oh world? right. You yeah. rock my world. If you he, know you de- If he doesn't turn into a puma or some giant cat, I don't oh, know the music it's video. It's weird to think that that was a long time ago because that was his. Yeah, that was his comeback. Yeah. Yeah. Sean Connery was considered for which role in 1995's Mortal Kombat? Goodfellas. Goodfellas. Raiden. That's correct. Wow. Wow, you drink come on in. We're going to Alpha. And uh, last question here. In Sleepless in Seattle, when Annie is in the airplane to go to Seattle, what book is in her lap? Fuck. Uh, Multipass. Dan Brown's The Da Vinci. <laughs> yes, that's the correct. No, that is, that is incorrect. I don't know. Um, let's see. That All one. I have to do is think of a book. <laughs> <laughs> Harry Potter. It's something, uh, it's probably something uh, thematically soon. tied. Um, the Bible. <laughs> yeah. But the Mormon Good one. fellas. Good fellas. I'm going to say something written by Jane Austen. But which one? Uh, Crime and, crime and Punishment. <laughs> Pride and Prejudice. That is correct. Damn it. I knew it. That is correct. I knew it. I guess. Wow. That's funny because the, there's like a whole bit and you've got mail about Pride and how, Prejudice yeah. too. How can you get away with Pretty Woman and Runaway Bride? Of course it was. Totally are they the higher. same people? Are they reincarnated? Are these different planets? I don't know. Totally our score. Adam, you have one point. Lindsay is three and James one with five points. Yes. Congratulations, mm. James. What does he win? Um, you win a s- cable subscription for a year. <laughs> wow, that's, that's a lot. Cool. Of, wow, that's pretty good. That's like ten thousand yeah. dollars. <laughs> no, it's a cable subscription. So every month they send me a new piece of wire. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah, so right. I'll always have as much wire yeah. as I need. Well, thank you guys for sharing your favorite rewatchable movies, and please let us know in the comments below what your favorite rewatchable movies are, because mm-hmm. um, maybe there will be some that we haven't seen and mm-hmm. we can watch for the first time. And maybe we'll judge them next time and say they're unrewatchable. True. Perchance to dream. We're watching Contact tonight. Fifth element of my house. You guys need to watch The Lady Singer. She rocked my world. You who, know she did. Who, who, <laughs> who dislikes the Goodfellas trailer? Yeah, uh, 282 people. Who, no, 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 not very good trailer. Because you know better. Seen better trailers. I die, die on this hill. <laughs>